Today's Monday, April 5th, and we live in dangerous times. Of course, you know that, but we really do. How, how do I word this? You know, a lot of people think that society, like InfoWars, keeps posting stuff about um, this, the stages of not just societal rot, but the collapse of civilization. Like historically, when empires, uh, kind of like the, the stages of building one, maintaining one, it's peak and then it collapses. Why does it collapse, etc.? Stuff like that. And maybe historically, I mean, everything has a political slant to it, so there's always a reason why something fails or succeeds because the politics is in it's in everything it's in everything anyone that says politics is just some stuff no life is politics okay your everyone's life is politics like no matter how you live your life there's going to be people that hate you for it so life is politics um but there was something that i really wanted to get to before i forget as you could see i'm trying to remember what the hell i was thinking before i got um onto this I can't say on air. This is definitely not being broadcasted. But, um, like everyone's saying, oh, you know, the um, societal rot. And I think now more than ever, it is, it, it's a, it's a, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. And that the establishment knows how to control everything. So they kind of try to, manipulate as many factors of reality as they can so that then they can say, oh, see, this is the reason we are going to help you get rid of it. It's like a, a toxic or an abusive relationship where if you do this, this will stop. Like that's, that's what we've been in for like the last century, at least the last century, definitely the last 10 years. And I don't mean Trump, but Trump was surrounded by a bunch of globalists who pretended to be patriots and they devoured him. Trump is a smart man, but he's a piss poor judge of character. Um, that's not to say that everyone that surrounded him was a traitor. You know, obviously, Michael Flynn and others were not, but most of them were. Um, you know, Lindsey Graham, Turtle Man, Mitch McConnell, all of them. Bunch of damn rhinos just serving their own interests and the interests of the rhino party. Notice I didn't say Republican. Um, but the everything that these people do. Again, it's, it's playing God. I personally don't think, from what I've seen, what I've read, etc., that what we're experiencing is just society going through its natural course. There's nothing natural about what's been going on. Everything that's been going on has been... Um, has been a prelude. Has been a. Uh, it. It. it I mean, every like all the the white papers and stuff. Like what I read yesterday about the whatever it was called, SARS pandemic or whatever the twenty twenty five the twenty twenty eight Operation Lockstep. All these white papers that they publish tell you what they're they're going to do, and then they do it, and then you say, "Oh, see, this book, this document, this study." Is everything we're going through. People just don't want to believe it. They just they don't want to believe it. They won't believe in Santa Claus, but 
you know, that's just, that's an obvious no doubt. But if you tell them, hey, go read this, go look at this, go watch this. I know people that won't watch movies with a lot of damning facts in them because they, it's, to them, it's Hollywood. You can edit it any way you want to. Like, they legit, if you gave them everything they needed to know, they wouldn't believe it because they just marinate the truth in doubt because they've been lied to so many times. It's just almost customary to believe a lie and disbelieve the truth because that's how politics has been so that that they've been grooming us to think a certain way using our consent. Do you see what I'm saying? And I know most people know that, but it's like a lot of people don't put it into perspective, so they kind of get it, you know? But it's like that mystery flavor Starburst or Skittle that you're like, I, I totally know this flavor, but I don't, like, I, I, it's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't say, like, that's how a lot of people are with politics. They just know what, like, they have a feeling, a gut sense that, like, okay, this is this, but they just can't put the pieces together. And I really wanted to get to that because it's really, really important to know that society isn't, it's, it's, society isn't, I want to say itself, but that doesn't make any sense. The elite are the cancer of the world, okay? And they know that. These people have no soul. They've sold it out to the devil, whether you believe in that or not. These people have signed on to something that most people wouldn't even imagine in their lifetimes unless they saw a movie about it because it's so dark, so crazy. Um, and you have to be soulless to sign on to it because of the stuff that you have to do. Like, you have to treat people like they're they're just trash, but then you have to talk to them like you love them. Like, what the fuck? And that's how it is. They think we're so stupid that they can get away with anything, and they have. But that's because people just... They would rather just not believe that kind of thing exists. They'd rather just believe that society itself is having issues like any civilization would. And the differences are causing friction and and um, divisions and shit like that. Like, yeah, there are organic... I want to say ways, that's not the word. There are, are organic... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's an organic nature to that. By by no means is everything a conspiracy and plan, but the the organic nature of it can almost be rolled up into again how they manipulate everything. Everything. Education, medical, food, yeah, I mean you name it. I don't have to go through a list. It's called life. And they, you know, everything gets rolled up into that bunch, because I know a lot of people that are, they're smart, they're they're you know they're Trump supporters. Um, they see what's going on, but they're not putting pieces together. Now that's kind of why I started this podcast because I can put pieces together better than I can understand indiv- individual pieces, which makes I don't know, no sense, little sense, ironic, but. Because a little piece could be so complex or just so, well, so complex, it's like, how do I understand this? And so simple, it's like, okay, this this isn't an, this isn't an issue. But it's so simple that 
once you put the, the complex issue and the simple issue together, it's like, holy shit, they connect. Would have never thought that. You know, that's, that's it's, it's like a puzzle. That's why everything has that that metaphor of being a puzzle because it's like you see this piece has red and this piece has yellow and you're like, okay, this is a sunset. The whole damn painting or the whole damn p- uh, puzzle is like reds and oranges. Where do these go? And once you put them where they belong, you're like, I'll be damned. Like your brain just starts thinking of like, oh yeah, okay, there's more yellow over here. So obviously this is a bright yellow piece. So this is going to go over here. But you don't think that until you have some pieces of the puzzle in place. And I'm not trying to talk down to anybody talking like this. I'm just trying to, ho- I'm hoping that the psychology of how to think about this stuff really helps put things into perspective because perspective is all anyone's going to have if nobody does anything beyond have a perspective. Because um, everything these people do is just, I mean, they're, uh, one of the Rockefellers once said that competition is a sin. You know, these are the people that built the world, you know, steel, timber, etc. But these are also the people that took their power and just decided to turn into a corporation, you know, a corporate entity, which is now corporate America or any corporation. It doesn't have to be America. But to turn into this mega corporate conglomerate of just superior immune technocracies and just they they are they're actually above governments many of them you know i mean look at amazon look at bezos like tax exempt like what like yeah he he creates jobs which is like do you know what those jobs do they treat people like slaves like shit you're tracked you get fired for the slice infraction like yeah they create jobs but they're not healthy jobs we have to start creating healthy jobs for people we can't keep treating people like cogs in a system that, oh, if you don't do exactly as I say, even if you do exactly as I say, we're going to find something wrong with you uh, and we're going to replace you. That's not a job. That's not a job. I don't care what anyone says. I mean, I know a lot of people that say, well, you know, for my family, I would wait tables. I would do whatever it takes. That's great. But too many jobs treat people like shit because there's so many people that need a job that it's just like, okay, you know, like before 2008. It was, um, you know, it was very hard for um, companies to find people because there was just so many good jobs at that time. It wasn't overly political at that point. But then once the the uh, economic collapse happened, that I mean, since then it turned the tables. Like companies, whether they caused it or not, I don't know. But companies really got a taste of being in power again and saying, okay, well, we could we could choose who. I mean, everything's at will anyway in America, so it's like fuck it. You know, if it treats you like shit, walk away. And a lot of people don't like that. A lot of companies don't like that. But it's like, if you don't like it and you have a high turnover rate, start thinking fucking better of people. Treat people like people. Stop treating them like fucking numbers. But I digress. And I say that because it's like, I'm going to read some headlines that just like, fuck, I'll just get to the headlines. Oh, yeah. That document, by the way, is called SPARS. I thought it was SARS. It's the SPARS pandemic. Anyway. um, Let's see here. Peter Schiff, this jobs report does not reflect job creation. If you thought government creates jobs, you're a ninny because it doesn't create jobs. It creates jobs within the government, which expands government, creates bigger government, creates bigger problems. But when you are the private sector in small businesses, which is what they're trying to shut down, that creates jobs because small businesses that expand 
hire people. And the new companies that are starting hire people. And then you have a just a plethora of new opportunities, new types of businesses. Shoppers can Instead of just Amazon or Walmart or Target, just the big corporations, they now have mom and pop shops that they can be like, oh, okay, you know, even if this mom and pop shop's more expensive, it's better quality, it's made in America. Whereas almost every fucking company that you can, that I just named, like most of their shit's made in China for like pennies on the dollar, then it comes here like Apple and then they charge a fucking fortune for it. Then they talk about, oh, we made a trillion dollars this year. Everyone loves us. No, bitch, no one loves you. Especially the people that make your products. They hate you. They commit suicide to get out of that that well, it's not really a contract, but that 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 slave plantation they've created. So why did Peter Schiff say this? Peter Schiff poured cold water on the notion that falling unemployment is necessarily a sign of an impending economic boom. After all, people going back to work do not reflect actual job creations. He says, so despite the fact that a lot of people return to their jobs, there's still a lot of people that aren't working on exactly. It's like COVID. Um, you know, when you consider the population expansion or boom in 2020 compared to the deaths, it wasn't that many deaths. Like when you really look at the data, it's the same with um, COVID. Like, yeah, under Trump, like he's like, oh, you know, yeah, 2020, more people are... Um, unemployment's at a record low, but it's it's like it's still there's a lot of people out of work. There's a lot of people working, but that's mostly the people that were laid off. Like the, there wasn't a job creation or a job boom. It was kind of like a uh, ret- return to job scenario, you know. Um, I'm not gonna read. It. Yeah, there are still nearly 7.9 million fewer Americans counted as employed than in February 2020, while the labor force is down 3.9 million. Millions of people are still out of work. That's why, you know, I respect Trump for trying to be positive all the time and saying, oh, look, uh, uh, you know, more people have jobs under me. Uh, yeah, maybe 2019. But he rode that dumbass train about, oh, the numbers are good because he uh, – one of his biggest flaws is is I, I know he he means well. And sometimes you can't talk to people like they're brilliant because some people just aren't. They're they're They're, they're – they're smart, but they're just—they're not at a certain level to where you can just throw data at them and they're gonna soak it up. It's gonna go right over their fucking head. And so a lot of time, instead of telling the, the country like, "Hey, you know, we need to be here," because of course, if he did that, if he said, "Hey, we're here, we need to be here," here's how to get there. The media would pervert it, and people would be more confused because even though the media lies to America and the world in general, everyone fucking listens to the media. So that's America's fucking problem. If you want to not be lied to, stop listening to the fucking mainstream media. But they're able to do that because people they have an audience still. So if Trump said, "Hey, we're here. We need to be here. This is how to get there. We need we need to we need to get here. We we need to get here. If we want these numbers and we want to recover, we need to get here." But he would always say, "Oh, the numbers are good. The, the numbers are fine. Everyone just you know under my leadership, it's like okay, you know maybe there's some truth to that. But you gotta stop talking to people like we're fucking muppets. You gotta start talking to people like we like people are." thirsty and hungry for the truth so if you feed them course after course after course of truth eventually even if they don't know what they're consuming eventually there will be a fucking light bulb i promise you it's just it's a part of the process of illumination they will think on their own it takes time but you know we're not computers 
Clarence Thomas, Justice Clarence Thomas, says big tech doesn't have a right to censor. You're damn right it does. And a lot of these leftists are saying, well, they're private platforms. They could do whatever they want. Of course, these are the people that believe in eating Tide Pods, licking toilet seats, and saying I'm a man or a woman even though I'm the complete opposite sex. So don't say anything different or we'll censor you, we'll dox you, we'll kill you. Yeah, sounds like a right bunch. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas blasted Big Tech on Monday, arguing that they're common carriers who don't have the right to censor Americans. And in an order dismissing a lawsuit over President Trump locking some users from replying to his Twitter feed, which has since been permanently deleted and therefore rendered moot, Thomas took aim at Big Tech's monopoly power over online speech. Actually, Marjorie Taylor Greene just had a settle in court with a bunch of purple-haired morons that said they... Uh, she doesn't have the right to block them on, on social media, and they have the right to troll her on social media. Like That's why they want to not be blocked, so they control her. And the court said, okie dokie, and so she had to settle with them out of court. I guess it would have been cheaper to settle than to, to continue the court. That, that That's one thing I'm going to hold over Marjorie Taylor Greene. Again, everything's political. She could have fought that and said, okay, I'm going to spend every fucking penny I have to fight you. But instead she said, okay, I'm going to settle and sets a precedent. Thank you, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Mrs. Lioness, sarcasm. Today's digital platforms provide avenues for historically unprecedented amounts of speech, including speech by government actors. Also unprecedented, however, is control of so, of, of so much speech in the hands of few private properties. That's right. These, these social media platforms are utilities. They need to be treated as such. You cannot allow ISIS to recruit and pages to you know, um, one, the left used like um, Twitter, especially to plan the January 6th insurrection. It's come out that they used social media to plan this stuff, like the when, the where, the how. And then when it happened, even the FBI had surveillance footage and witnesses and all the testimony they could have already before it even began, before January 6th even happened. Everyone knew it was planned and staged, but again, it was a false flag. It was going to be used regardless to go after Trump supporters to break up that base. Why? To kill populism. Folks, I think one of the main things to take out of this podcast is everything's political. Nothing is just, oh, it just is. Bullshit. Especially that. Like, social media is a... I know people that adore social media, but it's a cancer. It is a can Even if you... You use it as a business or personal expense or whatever, and it and, and enriches you financially, and you, you meet new people, great, but it's a cancer. People use it more often than not to just dox people, troll people, threaten people, to expand their, I'm just going to call it a terrorist network, because the left uses Twitter like crack cocaine, and look at all the stuff that they accomplish. It's None of it's good. I'm home and drink some coffee. Ugh. Now that, not that the right use it for any different. I see a lot of the right wing blue check marks to kind of parrot each other in a lot of the ways that the left do. It's just different talking points. It drives me nuts. It's like, dude, if you're going to be leaders in this movement, which the right does not have, the right does not have leaders. It's just a movement led by who? An idea? I don't know. You know, it was Trump, but now it's just led by a bunch of people that are trying to use it for themselves. It's like, fuck, man. That's the same shit the left do. It's just different ideology. 
Granted, if we if the right had a leader, just one or a couple, and they were destroyed, they would destroy the movement, or at least they would put the movement back. So I don't know. Maybe maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. Mysterious giant craters in Siberia, sinkholes or underground explosion. And this is ironic that I read this because I was on Hulu looking at just stuff, new stuff to watch. Hulu doesn't really do half as much as Netflix. It's trying to be like the green Netflix and it's not working out well. But because um, I think at one point that they, they partnered with Bloomhouse and they just started dropping movies like every Friday because Bloomhouse doesn't make quality movies. He just makes movies like nonstop. So most of them are crap. Um, and one of the shows that's on there is like What in the World or something like that. And it talks about stuff that's seen on satellites that's questionable. And these researchers go and check it out. I didn't. I saw like five minutes of it because the intro was just so fucking stupid. I was just like, dude, this is like middle school level shit. But one of them was about the sinkholes in Siberia. And I was just like, that's interesting. Anyway. Um, Rand. Uh, Rand. Same thing. His, his, that's his son. But Ron Paul, why is the Biden administration pushing Ukraine to attack Russia? Because that's the, he's a puppet. He's told, hey, we're going to do this, so sign off on this. Hey, we're going to do this without your permission, so sit there and look pretty while you rot away. This one I found was pretty wild. Prosecutor asks jurors to dismiss George Floyd autopsy findings. Toxicology report on Floyd's blood found four times the lethal level of fentanyl in his system. Last week, Special Prosecutor Jerry Blackwell admitted to jurors that Hennepin County Chief Medical Examiner Dr. Andrew Baker pointed to cardiac arrest as Floyd's cause of death, which it was. He was overdosing. The knee on the neck didn't help, but that didn't kill him. However, he insisted that the state would prove that was not a heart, a fatal heart event, but asphyxiation. So instead of, uh, so he's insisting that he will prove it, but then he asks the court to throw it out because he'd rather not have to, um, they don't want that in the system. That They don't want people to know that George Floyd, this, this martyr of the Black Lives Movement, which it's not. Black Lives Matter used George Floyd to, well, I can't really say, like, well, yeah, I guess at the time it was an organic movement, peaceful movement, and then Soros's folks kind of expanded it, Hollywood funded it, and it became a totally different movement to destroy America and to kill anyone that spoke out, et cetera, et cetera, as a racist Marxist movement. They, the, the leadership have admitted they're racist Marxist Satanists. So anyway, I'm going to continue before I go off into weird tangents because I'm pretty sure I'm like 15 minutes. Oh, I'm 22 minutes in. Holy shit. Okay, it is a bold move since it could ine inv inevitable. Wow, this is what happens when I'm right up against a monitor. It is a bold move since it could invite re reasonable doubt on the cause of death. Yeah, the autopsy report proves he did not die from asphyxiation. He died from a drug overdose. His fucking heart blew up. Okay, he was saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. When he was sitting in the fucking car and the cops were trying to get him out, like he was resisting arrest he was using counterfeit money like he was on drugs he had drugs on him like he was i mean it was racking up the tickets just existing but this is who black lives matter love with a passion because as they've said in chance research it who do we want who do we love criminals who want to free black criminals they've said this they are for that's why they're for abolishing prisons they want them criminals on the streets baby they want them working with 
Black Lives Matter with Antifa so they can patrol the streets, get rid of cops, and this could be the purge anarchy. I'm not kidding. You think I'm fucking kidding, but they've said this stuff. They've said we want to, you know, we are the establishment. The establishment's done. Like, we are the establishment. You guys don't even have training to do what you do. You're a bunch of weasel dicks, please. Purple-haired weasel dicks. French elite caught violating lockdown rules by attending secret restaurants. Hmm, where have we heard that before? All the all the German politicians were busted. A lot of them were busted for being invested in face masks. The same ones pushing face masks. So how many of our politicians are invested in the same shit that they're mandating uh, as mandatory? Face masks, vaccines. The, these people are enriching themselves. They're the new royalty, and they think if you speak out... Oh, well, you're an idiot. But then they get caught and they go, well, I don't apologize, but I'm an official. Beetlejuice from Chicago, Lightfoot has said that. Pelosi has said, hey, I'm an official. I have to, I, I, I can do things other people can't. They're just rubbing it in your face. I mean, it's it's not just America. That's Canada. That's France. That's anywhere in the UK, like Europe. These These officials are getting caught violating the lockdowns that they're arresting people for violating, like, Come on. And that's why UK is like protesting it in mass. They're like, enough of this shit. You guys are full of... That's why no one believes in this this pandemic anymore. Like These politicians have been so, so obvious in how much of a con job this is. But then when people speak out, then they use the cops that they hate to oppress you. Ironic how that works. Biden health advisor says even vaccinated people should avoid non-essential travel. Yeah, the Biden administration, or excuse me, the, the Biden regime is nothing more than a fucking refill of the swamp. And that's all it was supposed to be because they knew Biden wasn't going to carry water. He's just a corpse puppet. So everyone he was basically told to bring on uh, from the tranny doctor, Rachel Levine, or whatever the fuck its name is, to uh, that, that ginger-haired moron that's that pretends to be as good as Mechanini, but is just a total idiot. It's all it's all political theater. Portland police slam city council as they quit in mass. Hmm. If you're in a blue city, God help you. I mean, if you have no intention of moving, if you think last summer was bad, Katie bar the door. Yellen urges U.S. allies to adopt global minimum corporate tax rate. Yeah, they always say we're gonna we're gonna tax corporations. And then when the you know that 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 tries to grease the 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 gears with the middle class, oh yeah, we need to fucking tax those big billion dollar corporations. And then they pass taxes and doesn't it still doesn't tax them? They tax the people that were like, yeah, we need tax. What what the hell? That, that's not what you said. Have we not gotten it yet? That's what these people do all the time. We're gonna tax ourselves, and then they pass a tax that taxes everyone else. Like if I mean if we don't whatever. Obviously, they can sing the same song, and we just don't get it. Inmates riot at St. Louis jail. DC carjacker killers may be carjack killers may be back in the streets within years. And of course, they're probably going to come out and get a show on HBO or something like "I'm Innocent" or something like I don't know. I just I died. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. This one. Steve, by Steve Watson. I, I call bullshit. I call bullshit because if you take polls for face value without knowing who they polled, you're a dipshit. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I don't believe in any polls. Even if they were to say Trump is going to, you know, Trump won or Trump is going to win or we're going to reclaim our country. I don't believe in polls. I believe in people I talk to. I talk to a lot of people. 
to have the same mindset, but not a lot of people have the time to do anything about it, et cetera, which is why I do this. But like, you know, polls are bullshit to me. But Steve Watson says poll finds almost half of Americans want vaccine passports. And that's such horseshit because maybe I don't believe in the polls now from the UK saying they want lockdowns. They want more lockdowns. They want these 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 medical passports. They want martial law. They want more of it. They want more of it. And now you see these protests against all of it. So it's just like, who the fuck polls this shit? Anyway, yeah, speaking of which, UK government has planned for vaccine passports all along. FBI raids businesses renting anonymous safety deposit boxes, forces customers to reveal identity to get their stuff back. Totally illegal. UK Mall's emergency education plan is 200,000 plus primary school students lack basic reading skills after the lockdown. Ador! Police defend decision to intimidate Polish pastor who called them Gestapo Nazis and demanded they get the fuck out. Twitter claims they mistakenly suspended uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene after he is risen tweet. Please show up at London Church on Easter Sunday after shutting down Good Friday Mass. MLB requires photo ID to pick up tickets, yet blasts Georgia for voter ID law. CDC flip-flops on whether vaccines work or not, or if vax passports necessary. How much time do I got? A minute. Holy shit. Let us see. What else do I got? What else do I got? FBI sends out warning advising against buying, making, or misrepresenting a vaccine card which may break the law. Oh, go fuck yourself, FBI. You have no no credibility whatsoever. The city council raging idiots. Ignore actual facts on crime and policing in favor of radical leftist fantasy. Portland police go off on in-exit interviews. The smartest guy Joe Biden knows. Hunter Biden says he smoked Parmesan cheese, mistaking it for crack cocaine. <laughs> We're run by lunatics, man. The lunatics are running the asylum. It's nuts. There's more stuff I want to get to, but in the 10 seconds I have left, um, you know, it just, just have an awesome fucking week, folks. Take care of yourselves. <laughs>